Welcome to the Take Control of Your Wealth podcast. I'm Shauna Perron. And I'm Christy Matwe, and together we help people gain the knowledge, skills, resources, confidence, and inspiration to build optimal and enduring wealth. So if you're ready to create financial freedom, to be able to do what you want, when you want, without worry about yours or your family's future, then turn up the volume and let's get started with our latest program to help you take control of your wealth. Hi to our listeners, and thanks for tuning in. Today, Christy and I will discuss the importance of having a plan, a financial plan. Like most things in life, we typically think about what we do before we do it. Occasionally, we make decisions based on urgency. However, when it comes to money, money management, or retirement, taking the time to plan out your goals is important so that we are not caught in what might seem to be a more urgent financial situation. This will help you have a sense of control when it comes to planning for any major financial milestone. Yeah, there's been a huge focus in marketing the need for a financial plan in the media today, and we agree it's a useful tool to help measure or project the financial path you're on. Today's discussion is going to center around the inputs and outputs of the plan so you, our listeners, can better understand what a plan can accomplish and the thought process that's necessary to develop a plan that's relevant to you. Mm -hmm. A financial plan assesses the current monetary situation of an individual or family and evaluates the future state of one's financial picture. So in other words, it determines your financial capabilities and provides you with the information about any potential gaps in achieving your lifestyle goals. That's important because our finances are one of the ways we can measure what's possible in life. No matter how much money you have, it's never unlimited. So we need to know how we can spend it and therefore define our priorities. A plan helps us do that. It makes it easier to make financial decisions and to stay on track to meet our future goals. Not having a good understanding of where the money we're earning is going makes it difficult to project how we might retire or what retirement might look like if that's the ultimate goal. Right. So when it comes to preparing a financial plan, I guess a little bit of homework is required and and doing this financial analysis definitely helps. So first you want to figure out what your income and your expenses are. That's everything that's coming in and everything that's going out. Determining the exact amount of dollars earned and entering your bank account either before or after taxes can be helpful. For example, every month you have your employment income coming in or dividends earned off your investments. Then you can determine what your consistent monthly expenses are, including your mortgage or rent, utilities, phone bill, childcare, internet and cable, any car payments, etc. These payments and these bills are considered more of your fixed costs as they likely don't vary too much month to month and are likely a lot more mandatory. Yeah. And then there are your variable expenses. Those are the ones that are more discretionary that you have the ability to change. These will include your extracurricular activities such as savings and investing, eating out, traveling, entertainment, and other lifestyle expenses. And any variable input like this that's used within the plan can be modified and assumptions can be made about what those might look like in the future or how they could change to help you meet your financial goals. That's actually the beauty of a financial plan. It allows you to create different scenarios and play with different assumptions to see what the impact will be on your financial future. Additionally, a collection of your current bank, investment, mortgage, or corporate statements, including any ownership structures in either partnerships or private companies, really helps to consolidate this information in one spot and provides you with a better understanding of your net worth. Your net worth is defined as your assets minus your liabilities in a static moment of time. 
That's right. So your assets are everything that you own or are entitled to. There may be liquid assets, which are typically any cash and investments you have in your bank or investment accounts, as well as fixed assets, which is anything that's more difficult to sell or convert to cash, like your home or other real estate. Your liabilities are your debts or anything you owe in payment for something. So for example, your mortgage, line of credit, car loan, credit card, debts are typical liabilities. Your assets less your liabilities at one moment in time is considered your net worth. And building your network is crucial to achieving any financial goal, such as retirement or even just simply paying down your mortgage or even buying a new car. In addition to your assets, liability, and net worth, we also need to make some assumptions about what the growth rate on your assets will be. We will also need to consider what inflation might be over that same period of time. Inflation is the increase in your expenses. For example, a gallon of milk costs around $4.60 today, and if you apply a 2% inflation rate, which is what the Bank of Canada targets on an annual basis, the same gallon of milk will be close to $5.60 in 10 years from now. Inflation affects the value of your dollar and your purchasing power over time. So whatever your expenses are now, we can assume that they were going to be higher in the future just simply as a result of inflation. Unfortunately, saving cash without earning a decent return on it puts your purchasing power at risk and therefore allocating that cash to an asset that appreciates over time is important. That's right. And that's why most people need a rate of return that at least exceeds inflation so that a lifestyle doesn't deteriorate. And many people need something over and above that to help grow their wealth. That's why owning stocks and bonds can be important, which we talked about in an earlier episode. We often use conservative assumptions in a financial plan though, to make sure we're not taking on too much risk or creating unrealistic scenarios, giving us a false sense of confidence about achieving your financial goals. Your asset allocation and risk tolerance will help determine what a reasonable rate of return is for the type of assets that you hold. A financial plan can also tell you what rate of return you need to achieve your goals and therefore help inform what your asset allocation should be. For most people, it doesn't make sense to take on more risk than is necessary to achieve your goals. When looking at your income over time, plans also consider any retirement payments that you may have privileged to, such as your Canadian Pension Plan, or CPP, which many of us contribute to by working in Canada, or the Old Age Security, OAS, which is dependent on age and income level. You may also have a defined benefit pension or defined contribution pension plan from your employer to consider. These will reduce the amount of money you will need to withdraw from your investments to cover your expenses in retirement. You also want to think about how your expenses might change over time. You might have childcare costs today that will go away at some point, but then you might have a little bit extra to travel later on. Knowing how your retirement will be funded and estimating your needed lifestyle expenses will help you put a plan together for saving and investing. Yeah, that's right. So one other variable we haven't touched on yet is tax. Each plan is going to have very specific tax implications depending on where you live and the tax rates in that region, your asset allocation, and how you own your investments, whether the majority of your savings are within a registered account, such as an RRSP, or if it's real estate owned in partnership under a corporation, for example. It will also be dependent on the source of income, whether it's employment income, dividends or interest, the cumulative amount of income you have, and even whether you might be able to split some of your income with your spouse. Once completing the plan, though, you'll have a better understanding of the type of tax implications or advice you might need.
Yeah, and in the end, the plan basically spits out a conclusion about whether your current financial picture can meet your lifestyle goals. It will let you know if there will be enough money to retire and to live to a certain age. At the end of the day, it'll basically suggest that you save more, spend less, or retire later, or maybe that you're good to go. Those are fairly simplistic outcomes, but the plan will also give you a really great chance to know and understand where your assets are, what they are worth, what growth might be needed, what asset allocation is appropriate amongst stocks and bonds, what savings rate is required, and what age might be appropriate to consider as a goal for retirement. It will chart out your money coming in and going out so you can see on an annual basis where the money is coming from. And this is considered your cash flow statement. It can be insightful and empowering to learn how you can control the outcome of the plan by making slight adjustments and changing some of the variable expenses to help you achieve your goals. So that's the power of a financial plan. You can change any one of the assumptions and see how it can make everything change. And that brings us to another point. Financial plans are static. They are at a particular moment in time. And in order for them to be a more helpful tool, whether there's a material change to your financial picture, an update of your plan is recommended. Otherwise, it becomes obsolete and irrelevant. We're just scratching the surface as there are many other takeaways from having a financial plan. But we highly recommend going through the process to help you learn and take control of your wealth. Remember, everyone, don't settle. Take control of your wealth. You can find more information by visiting our website, takecontrolofyourwealth.ca, or by following us on Instagram or LinkedIn at Take Control of Your Wealth. We look forward to connecting with you.